The following podcast is presented by Secret Room Multimedia. choosing fair point today yeah sure whatever dude whoa oh hopefully you can put a smile on your face before the day's over i'm gonna be your server today i was wondering if i could get a drink order from you while you're looking over the menu uh you guys got any banter uh we got fanta fanta yeah uh, that orange soda it's good stuff yeah i guess i'll take a fanta Okay, well, I go grab that for you. Uh, would you like to start off with any appetizers? Um, you guys got any like, like any type of like fish sticks or something like that? Uh, well, we do have an interesting news story about a fisherman. An in a news a news story about a fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, sure. That. I mean, that doesn't no. really sound like it'll be very appetizing. Like, it doesn't really sound like it'll be very filling. Well, I mean, it is the appetizer. It's not supposed to be that filling, to uh, be honest. Yeah, it's just sure. something to tide you over while you're waiting for your, the main course. And also, I did want to let you know about our specials today. Uh, one of them in particular is our top 20 hits of 1989. That sounds more like 20 of your specials. Well, most of them aren't really that special. Uh, but yeah, you know, um, so while you mold that over, I'll go grab your Fanta for you. And, uh, if you need anything, just holler for me. I'm Craig Lewis. And I'm Nathan Capiser. You're listening to fucking Fairpoint. Fairpoint 49, y'all. 49. One away from 50. One away from the epicness. Yeah. Were you listening last week, Craig? They dropped the fucking secret. Craig and Nathan dropped the secret about what the fucking episode 50 is. Was I listening? I lived it, dude. (laughs) I was there. So, yeah, make sure you guys tune in next week. Chrono Trigger. And it's going to be dope as shit, dude. This is like some Fairpoint the movie shit. Like, seriously. Fairpoint the movie the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I like the ring to that. Um, well, I don't know if you were aware of this, but just recently I had my one year anniversary with my girlfriend and congratulations, um, congratulations. You played a great game. Little Ghostbusters, any else reference there? All right. But yeah, I'm sure she probably would have beaten me up if I didn't mention it. So, um, Sarah, babe, I love you. And thanks for the wonderful year that we've had and many more to come. But that wasn't really what I wanted to talk to you about. Did I tell you what we were getting? Are you about to break up with your girlfriend over our podcast? Never. <laughs> Never. Especially not her. She's she's a keeper because just listen to this. Maury! You know how, Maury! You know how, Maury! Maury! Maury ain't got nothing on me, bitch. 
Sarah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't listen to 49 episodes of this podcast. You need to kick him to the curb. Sarah, baby, don't listen to that 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 girl. She she don't know what she's talking about. She just hating. She hating. She hating. I love you, baby. Well, you know how for for anniversaries you get your significant other gifts. The two of us decided that speak for yourself. Would... <laughs> I don't get my significant other nothing. What significant other? She gives me gifts. She gives you gifts, bro. She makes you stay. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going for a redneck or a like frat boy or I don't know what that was. Just go for both, man. Go for both. Well, um, we decided that we wanted something that both of us would enjoy, and we decided to go halvesies on a XL 3DS with Pokemon X and Y. Awesome! Finally, so we have our, we each have our own game to play. My generation. I don't know, I was trying to make that up. And the awesome part was, I got a really good deal on a just barely used Pokemon Special Edition 3DS that has uh, the two legendaries on the actual 3DS. Awesome. What color is it? I I think they released that in, was it in red and blue or was it in like... It was red, the one that we got. Yeah, yeah. So you got the red one, cool. I think I would have chose Froakie if I knew I was going to be able to get a Charmander in like the next town. That's my ninja, Froggy. He's a ninja. Yeah. yeah, ninja, ninja toad. Yeah, frog. You think it ninja frog? You think it's uh, maybe the cousins of like turtles? Probably not, because frogs are amphibians and turtles are reptiles. L- listen, let's just keep bringing semantics into everything and ruining it. Stupid logic. So yeah, but all in all, the game's excellent, and I really cannot wait to get the plethora of games for that system that handheld system that I really, really want to play, like the new Donkey Kong, the um, however many Zelda games are out there for it already, Super Mario World 2, or new Super Mario Brothers 2, and what is it, Super Mario World 3D? There's, uh, yeah, Super Mario 3D Land. 3D Land, yep, that's the one. And there's the uh, I still want to get Star Fox. yeah. There's the new Yoshi's Island. New Yoshi's Island, of course. And I know you're really into RPGs, so you'd probably like checking out uh, Bravely Default, I've heard. Bravely got Default a lot of... and Fire Emblem yes. Awakening. Those are two game styles I already have my eyes on. Do it up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You can't even stop me now. And I'm like, oh, they're they're $20 cheaper than the 360 game, so now I can buy four a week. That's my logic. Yeah, you're, you're, at least you're spending your money wisely. <laughs> right, right, of course. One could say. So I wasn't lying at all when I said that I had a story about a fisherman. I, I wasn't sure, because you are a pathological liar. Uh, you do not know me. I'm so sad right now. If you think I'm a pathological a liar, lie. see, you're trying to manipulate me with emotions, just like pathological <laughs> liars, pathological Nathan, liars Nathan, do. Nathan, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. Well, anyways, this fisherman was from Norway. Okay, uh, Bjorn Freeland. He had just caught a nice huge cod, and when he was gutting it, he felt this weird lump in its stomach. So he pulled it out and picked up maybe like a 12 inch orange vibrator dildo that that's what she said 
No, not at all. I don't. That was a stretch, Nate. Well, you said he pulled it out and then picked up a 12-inch pink dildo. <laughs> all right, I, I'm I'm very uncomfortable now. As <laughs> well, are good. our listeners. Good. The, the guy just thought it was funny. I would. Be... I mean, it was a huge cod. The thing was like 11 pounds. And it ate a vibrator. Yeah, he said it. It kind of looked like in the ocean. It probably looked like some one of the things that it eats. Only I, ended up being really big. I now regret ordering this as my appetizer. Hey, man, you should have asked for more details about it. That's <laughs> <not> you. <laughs> Is there peanuts in this? It was, it was written right there in the menu. <laughs> Can't you read? <laughs> His his guess was that maybe some rich lady on a cruise ship got mad at it and threw it overboard. Got mad at it? <laughs> like, you don't pleasure me anymore. Of course, everybody on the ship thought she was talking needs. to her husband. It's all about you, you, you. No, lady. That thing's designed to work for you. <laughs> Anyways, you want a little palate cleanser from that? I would love one. Your Jewish News website is... Always I don't, I don't have a Jewish news website. A laugh, I guess. I just want to say, I'm not making this up. This was the actual headline for the article that they used, and that's exactly what sucked me in. God denied a car loan due to bad credit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, turns out it this. was just a Russian man named God <laughs> living in America. Bullshit. Yes, exactly. I was like, oh, you, you bastards. You made me read your article. You made me click that link. I was like, well, I got to figure what this, What? why would God need a car loan? Does, can't he just make one? <laughs> They're like, honestly, God, it's time you start dealing with your own issues here. I mean, first you send your son down to pay for the debts and sins of humanity. And, and you know, that only covers so much. So you're not even, yeah, you're not even covering your own. Yeah. Like, there's there's interest to be paid here, so you can't just go and 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 take out loans for whatever you want now. But in all seriousness, then you then you, then you try to collect uh, insurance with that that whole flood scam, which don't even get me started on that. Oh God. yeah, the quote unquote flood thing. You know what? I'm starting to get get the feeling that you did it. You created that flood, and that sir is insurance fraud. Yes, I know I said it wrong. I was just emphasizing how bad it is. No, but in all seriousness, this guy, he got the short end of the stick here. This bullshit. I actually have a question. How do sure. you determine where one end of the stick begins and the other end begins? So, like, if there's a long and a short end of a stick, there's a problem. Why don't we just divide it at the halfway point? That's That sounds well, fair to me. I'm kind of, I've always assumed that, that the saying was kind of like, you got the short stick instead of the bigger stick. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe either that or it's like a whole uh, Thanksgiving turkey wishbone thing. But in all seriousness, this guy has a pretty big case against Equifax, the people that rejected him. Uh, his name is God Gazarov. He's the Madroshin. The reason why he got denied and said he had bad credit was because his name was God. Really? Like he literally has a, a credit score of over 720 at other places. Which, you know, 720 is a damn good credit score. I wish I had 720 credit. Just saying. Right. So I'd say he has a case against them. When he asked them how to, they could fix this situation, they said to him, well, maybe you should try changing your name. Are you serious? Bullshit. You know what he should do? For real? You know what he should do? Troll on them motherfuckers. Change your name to Allah. <laughs> 
I think that only bring up bigger problems for him with other communities. <laughs> He's like, like no, you, you, no, I'm not name. doing that. You cannot use that name, sir. That is a special name. But yeah, no, he's basically like, why should I change my name? It was my grandpapa's name. It is a proud, strong name. I am God. And I just want to... good for I, him. So I just, he's I just, filing a lawsuit against them. I, Hopefully I, uh, he wins Craig. huge and Equifax goes under and then he owns Equifax. I just want to throw this out there. Like, I didn't mean any disrespect to any religious community. Who I totally meant disrespect to were the people that would deny somebody that loan based on his name because it to them is similar to something there. Blah 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 blah. So yeah, I'm saying the fuck them. assholes there. Uh, there was something about they said there just wasn't anything. On, they didn't have any name like that in history, you know, in their databanks, and they just thought it was a fake name. Like, dude, do I? I mean, I've given you my social security number, dude. Seriously, he's like, do you I have a library card too. Like, I, I've got seventy-two names. Which one do you want? Sorry, some boom, some and that's kabbalistic. When you drop the mic and walk out. Some kabbalistic humor for you. Madonna got it. No, no, Madonna just thinks she got it. <laughs> Just the facts. This is the Billboard Top 20 Hits of 1989. For more information, check out Episode 9. We've got a Just the Facts there for you. And, uh, you know, it, it's a yeah, fun episode. Yeah, just uh, basically interchange the years, right? Yeah, that's 1995. This is 1989. Casey and we're going to count down the Top 20 Songs of 1989. So... Craig, I feel like your Casey Kasem is a little lazy. Is a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do my best Casey Kasem. I can't do them all mediocre. Some of them are bad. That sounds more like, uh, it sounds like somebody that I can't put my finger on. Not not Casey Kasem. Craig Lewis from Syracuse, New York writes. I'm not the best either. The TMZ guy from South Park. That's what you just sounded like there. <laughs> Dear Casey. Lewis is Casey Kasem. <laughs> All right, so let's let's jump right into this, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> let's not. At first here, there, there was one thing. 1989 was the year that Smooth Criminal came out by Michael Jackson. Are you serious? One of my favorite 80s songs. And it's nowhere on the list? It is on the list, but just so you can feel the gravity of of how great these 20 songs were in 1989, I'm referencing Smooth Criminal as number 93 on this list of the top 100 songs. Oh, yeah, so it's not on the list. It's, it's not on, on the top, top 20 list. list. It's on the list, the official list. We're just doing the 20. We don't have time for 100 fucking songs in the same year. Are you kidding? Oh, oh I didn't tell you. That's what we're doing. This is a 63-part episode. That doesn't oh, even add yeah. up. We're doing 20 in this episode. We're doing two next episode. 
I, I don't have enough time for this shit, man. We no, is we can't next do episode next number episode. 50? Next episode is already planned out. Yeah, I changed yeah. the plan. No more Chrono Trigger. Instead, we're doing the no, number twenty-two no, and number twenty-one song of nineteen eighty-nine. No. The number fifty special. It's gonna be epic, dude. Yo, you just kicked every one of our fans in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Smooth Criminal was ninety-three on the charts here. You want to know how many amazing songs were ahead of it before we even hit twenty? Yeah, I would love to. I'm just gonna fly through it here, okay? Not only is a Rick Astley song ahead of Smooth Criminal, but it's not even never going to give you up. Did that come out that year? No. I don't know. Well, that no, probably explains probably why it's not that. But what I'm saying is that's the only Rick Astley song that anybody ever remembers. Oh, okay. Uh, Love in an Elevator by Aerosmith was at 81. Welcome to the Jungle was 74 on the list. Holy shit. Yeah. Welcome to the Jungle didn't even make top 20. You know how popular that is to college kids now? I mean, these are big songs, man. And yeah, a lot yeah. of the songs on this list, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just keep going. Keep going. Funky Cole Medina at 65. Oh, my God. You've got to be kidding me. Right? There's a couple New Kids on the Block songs. And, and get this, the two most popular New Kids on the Block songs, at least from what I remember from my sister being a huge fan, when I was a little kid. So your sister's two favorites. Yes. Hanging Tough and The Right Stuff. <laughs> they rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> is that one song or is that Those two songs? Those are two songs. songs. <laughs> two different songs. A pair of new kids on the block songs. <laughs> Number 47, we, we see Love Shack, which everybody knows. Oh my God, are you kidding do. me? Dude, yeah, if they've gone to Johnny Rockets ever. I had no idea that that song came out in 89 and I had that song playing in my head like all day while i was preparing for this the bat dance was number 44 what okay now let, let me just let, let me just put this into perspective the bat dance was listed as 50 songs better than smooth criminal <laughs> <laughs> fuck oh. you 1989 you're drunk go home <laughs> This one was actually a pretty big hit. I'm surprised it only peaked at 30, was Cher's Turn Back Time, which I also thought was written in the 2000s. <laughs> I did not know that she basically redid her own song. Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm thinking of You Believe in Love After Love, and I'm getting those two songs confused. Yeah, and I think that was like 98 or something. Closer than 89. And at 25... Madonna's Like a Prayer. Oh, wow. Like a Prayer wasn't even in the top 25. Dude, the top... I thought that was... Wait, did more you popular. say top 25? Are we doing top 25? No, we're doing top 20. Oh, okay. Whew. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. No spoilers yet. But I just wanted to put that there. These songs were all voted as better than Smooth Criminal. That's absolutely ridiculous so wait it's what were the absolutely criminal do you have is the... what it is yes it is absolutely do you have the list right in front of you of the top 100 yeah i want to know what did smooth criminal beat that's only six songs you could rattle them off in 20 seconds i can pick it up real quick okay yeah 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 do it up yeah the funny thing is i didn't even know the alien ant farm was around in 1989 <laughs> <laughs> i hate you right now <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! 
Okay, so you wanted to know what songs Smooth Criminal did beat in that year. Number 100 was Keep On Moving by Soul to Soul. Don't know who you are. Don't care. Number 99 was The End of Innocence by Don Henley. Oh, yeah, I remember when you left the Eagles. Number 98 was Surrender to Me by Ann Wilson and Robin Zander. Number 97 was What You Don't Know by Expose or Expose. One of the two. 96 was Thinking of You by Sapphire. Sounds like an original. I bet I bet you that song's super original. Cresting at number 95, Rock With ya by Bobby Brown. And right before Smooth Criminal, we have Heaven Help Me by Dion Estes. Uh, I've never heard any of these songs, man. I I don't know. I Smooth Criminal, you're so much better than this. I don't know what people were thinking then. All I have to say is cocaine was a hell of a drug. It sure was, Rick James. It sure was. All right, so we ready to jump into this, or are we still uh, still uh, easing into the shallow end? Oh, no, no, no. Our feet are wet now. We can plunge. All you right. start with number 20? Number 20, Two Hearts by Phil Collins. And you know it's always a good start when uh, when Phil Collins is on your list here, right? Oh, of course, of course. Phil Collins to kick off an 80s list. How about Two Hearts. <laughs> um two i don't know i a lot of people hated phil collins i personally was a fan of phil collins phil collins is very hit or miss for me like there's some genesis songs and shit and like there, there's some shit that's that's dope as fuck and there's some shit that i'm like oh phil collins um maybe i'm just lucky that the songs that are dope as fuck as you just put it were the only ones i probably heard I haven't heard many stinkers by Phil Collins. Honestly, this song wasn't that good. It was like Phil Collins doing a love ballad, but well, be, you know. Two Hearts. There were two music videos made for this. No uh, way. Oh, yeah. You have you ever seen either of them? I saw. I've seen one. Um. Well, there's one in which Phil Collins plays every member of a band. Was that the one you saw? Uh, one. No, I don't think that was the one I saw. I think it was, or else. Like what was the one you saw? I don't know. He was just kind of like yeah, that was the one you singing. Saw. That was the one you and, saw. If you if you start the sentence with I don't know, then that was the one you saw. Trust me. The you other probably one just didn't crazy. realize it because the other one is Phil Collins going one on one in the ring with the Ultimate Warrior. Oh yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely would have stuck out of my mind. Oh my god, I wish that was the video I saw now. <laughs> Dude, it starts off By with way, like before before we move any further, since you brought it up, rest in peace, my ultimate warrior. Yes, absolutely. Um As a huge wrestling nerd, you, oh man, you're gonna be missed. I wasn't as much of a huge fan of yours as so many other people were. I was Hulkamania all the way. But uh, I do respect what you did for the business. Rest in peace, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Much respect. And uh, this video is definitely a work of art. Um, I mean, it starts off with Phil Collins and the Ultimate Warrior standing in the middle of the ring. And they're both singing the song. And they're both kind of bobbing back and forth, dancing together. And the Ultimate Warrior's into it. And then he starts like, you can see the wheels turning in his head. And he's like, what the fuck am I doing? And he kind of stops. 
And he's like, the fuck is this lame shit? And he looks over at Phil Collins with his weird-ass fucking wrestling outfit. And he's just like, yo, fuck Phil this. Phil Collins outfit? And, dude, Phil Collins, you just have to, it has to be seen to believe. It has to be seen to be believed. Um, he's probably dressed up as the Rockers. It is ridiculous. And at that moment, the ultimate warrior just says, fuck this. And just grabs Phil Collins and starts beating the shit out of him, throwing him around the ring, just beating his ass all around, beating his ass. Gilbert Gottfried's in the video. Like it's for some reason, it's ridiculous, man. Cause it was the end of the eighties and Gilbert Gottfried was huge. I think that's a, a really strong start to this list, man. It's got me really hopeful that like, that this list is that there's going to be, there are going to be songs that we'll just have so much to say and so much to talk about. There'll be songs that are just so interesting, you know, like this next one, at least for me, number 19, what's number 19 number. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> anybody that has enjoyed and is very nostalgic of ghostbusters two would know this song right away on our own by Bobby Brown. This is, it's funny cause it came out in 89, but to me, I mean, I was four years old in 89. To me, this is the defining song of the eighties. I hear the, that, oh, 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 and I'm just, I'm transported back. I don't know about that part. But. That comes right after the, oh, 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 oh. You just kind of hear somebody talk, like singing in the background. I don't know what they fucking say. <laughs> We're gonna have to take control. Mana, 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 mana. Yes, yeah. the, the Muppets. If the Muppets covered that song, it would be the best thing ever. <laughs> man, have you seen the music video for this one? Uh, parts of it, man. Dude, it's beautiful. Simply, it's beautiful. Simply beautiful. Uh, I feel like there was one part with Bobby Brown dancing, like in full there's, motion, but he was on a New York City billboard or something like that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of parts with that. Um, Fair enough. Then I have yeah, the right one. Yeah, Bobby Brown and his backup dancers kind of take over all the billboards and newspapers and like stuff like that in the New York City. They take over. Square. I like how you're giving backstory to this. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, but this video, dude, Louis Tully's in it. Okay. Dougie Fresh is in it. Donald Trump is in it. Joey fucking Ramone is in it. Christopher Reeves in it. Jane Curtin is in it. Oh, Tina Fey? No. Whoa. Bobby Brown was a big deal back then. So, of course, all these awesome people would be in it with him, right? 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 I don't know if all those people are awesome, but it's a pretty awesome music video. Some of those people are awesome. I will always think of this as the ghostbusters 2 song and when i when i say some of those people are awesome i mean everybody except donald trump (laughs) i think he would fire you for that statement (laughs) oh i think you would fire me from for anything (laughs) you're like i don't like the cut of your jib you're fired i always thought my jib was one of my high points yeah well everybody likes their own jib apparently (laughs) Donald Trump does not like yours. You guys are just from different worlds, man. He's rich and you're not. I'm proud to be from a different world than Donald Trump. You just got fired again. <laughs> well, anyways. Number 18. She drives me crazy. And I can't help myself. By the fine young cannibals. I had no <laughs> idea who this band was, but I knew this song instantly. Who doesn't know this song? Maybe somebody that's maybe like 16, 17. 
and hasn't taken an exact interest in 80s music. Fair enough. I have you okay, maybe I'm stuck on music videos, but have you seen this music video, Craig? Yeah. It's creepy as fuck. Cuz in the beginning, especially in the beginning, do they not like pour olive oil over the singer and he just stands there looking at the camera blankly like like nothing happened? I don't think there's anything blank about his stare. The way Okay, when I say this video is creepy, I don't mean, like, in a cool tool sort of way. This video makes me genuinely uncomfortable. The way he, like, stares at me is genuinely unnerving. I feel like he's a rapist. That's the magic of of, uh, video there. (laughs) No slander, no slander, but, like... You thought mm. thought he was going to... uh, Pin you down, take your pants off, and penetrate you. He's yes. so serious, and his eyes don't move. They just stay fixed on you, and he's just like – and it's like obviously his such shoulders a like, – just kind of nod like Sexually like charged video and fucking – so – and there's all this weird shit going on and like – Couple that with, like, the, the strange, like, unique way he has of singing and the lyrics and, like, how serious he looks and just, like, shudder. There was like a this, part in like the video, video where I was just looking at him and, like, I really don't believe you can make that voice in that position that you're in, sir. <laughs> like, that's one of those you got to, like. I have no let idea. Your neck, like, let your neck just, like, breathe, you know, and, and look up and belt it out. But he's just, like, he has his, like chin to his chest and he's just staring at you like it's like when am i gonna make my move i'm gonna get oh, you nathan it's so can fucking do this creepy. the easy way or the hard oh, it's way it's so creepy like i pretty much heard that i matt parkman did i was like i don't like this guy i can hear this guy's thoughts and i do not like them they are readable nathan on his face me crazy ooh, ooh, like no one else ooh. And the way he sings, he's like, the whole song, he's singing so soft. That wasn't, like, to the tune of the song. I'm not that tone deaf. The whole song is sung in this, like, awkward, jaunty, weird way. And I don't I don't know. I don't listen to oh, the uh, just, Fine Young Cannibals. So I don't know if that's how all their songs sound. Sir, or... you just explained it. It's jaunty. It's a jaunty C tune and nothing more. Moving on. Number 17, you might remember this song if, uh, let's say, you grew up in the 90s and saw lots of hairspray commercials. The Look by Roxette. She yeah. goes, na 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 na. Take it away. I, I feel like this song is kind of boring and uninspired. I have absolutely nothing to say about Dude, it. Dude, it's 80s pop. What do you expect? A lot of 80s pop is pretty fucking cool. At least like, <sighs> has character. This song... But, I don't feel like has has that much but character. But the thing is, when I say pop, I know in the 80s there was a lot of rock that was pop because it was what was popular. There was new wave that was pop. But yeah, was, I mean, dude, pop actually spanned many genres in the, in the 80s. Totally. There was R&B that was pop. There was like Madonna. There was there was a well, lot of pop that was innovative. The t- this and, is that typical bullshit song that was just ma- – it was almost like a boy band machine song, um, only it was made with a little more guitar. I don't like it. <laughs> I Well, you know what? I, I would – And that's all honestly, I have to say you about this that. song, I would, I would have different thoughts on you as a person. Just saying. Number 16, Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You by Millie uh, Vanilli. Oh, uh, yeah, girl. 
we're like not even really singing right now, but somebody is still dubbing over our mouths. It's not really <laughs> us talking. Dude, this song is absolutely awful. I don't now, even know this, why. Like This is I, what I was comparing uh, Roxette to as far as pop goes in the 80s. Dude, I feel like they, they might as well have just had those two pretty boys with the dreadlocks just go ahead and sing. Like, it couldn't have been much worse than this song actually is. Have you ever heard a tone-deaf person trying to sing an awful song? Trust me, it could be yes, worse. Yes, I have. I've heard it Girl, I'm worse, Gonna man. Miss You by Millie Vanilli. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Millie Vanilli happened, and I, you all loved it. I beg to differ. All it you did people not that happen. are in their, what, late 30s now? All of you loved it, apparently. To where it's better than Smooth Fucking Criminal on the goddamn charts. Not even the, like, really popular song. Millie Vanilli kind of embodies that... That whole, this is what's wrong with music aspect of music. That, that, but also that kind of, like, contemporary, like, upper-class white mindset of, like, this, this 90s thing where it was like, oh, I'm upper-class and I'm gonna try to, like, I, I want shit that's corporately contrived but has this facade of very very watered down vanilla unthreatening cultural diversity that isn't really actually there and even the the facade is so weak and fucking like it's just oh it's just so right now all i can picture is a guy on wall street snorting cocaine going no dude i'm not racist i totally love millie vanilli (laughs) Uh, or the guy, the guy snorting coke on Wall Street, like, yeah, I'm fucking racist. I'm totally racist. Now get me two black dudes with fucking dreadlocks so they can sing the fucking lyrics that these guys are singing or pretend to Dude. sing them. I don't know. I'm fucking high on cocaine. Leave me alone. Get the fuck Dude, out that of my was, office. That wasn't the Wall Street guy. That was the Paramount Records guy. I don't, I'm They're fucking high on cocaine. I don't know where I am. I'm on Wall Street. I'm in fucking Paramount Records. I don't fucking know. You're fired. <laughs> I'm so high on cocaine, I don't know where I am. It's Do really I have just, four jobs? I'm the boss of five things. It's Donald Trump, just high on cocaine, wandering into other people's offices. Confused. Oh my god, something special I just thought about in 1989 for Donald Trump. He probably had his authentic, actual hair then. No. No? He's no. been bald since the 60s? I don't. Th- I think he was just born with a wig. <laughs> it's not a wig, it's a hair piece. They're plugs, you bastard. No, he was born with a wig. And obviously when he went through puberty. I'm thinking back to the feud in the WWE between Vince McMahon and Donald Trump where wait, they – that was they, a, Yeah, because they're friends. They're friends wait, in real life. Wait, wait, that was a thing? On wrestling, yes. That happened. That happened. A feud between Vince McMahon and Donald Trump. Like when? Like, like around uh, what year? Late '90s, early 2000s, one of one of those years, sometime in the Attitude Era. I feel like it was towards the end of the Attitude Era. Wow. So maybe like 2001, 2002. Was Donald maybe Trump's reality show out back then, or did that not come around? No, until it later? was. That wasn't out until way later. Okay. Um, he was just some really rich dude, you know, that had been on Fresh Prince of Bel Air in the '90s at one point. <laughs> that's, um, that's on his resume. <laughs> I'm just a really rich dude. I've been on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air once in the 90s at some point. So Vince McMahon picks a wrestler and... I feuded uh, with Vince McMahon. He picks a wrestler. Fire me? Question mark. 
okay? And th- these two wrestlers fight each other. Like, they're fighting for the honor of who picked them. And the loser had to shave their head, either Vince McMahon or Donald Trump. And I'm starting to just, now thinking back on this, God damn it, Vince McMahon never had a chance. Donald Trump's been bald forever. Like, he, that wasn't even like, if they were going to shave his head, all they would have done is tear the wig off. So Donald Trump won, I assume? Oh, yeah, Vince McMahon got shaved. Really? Donald Trump? Well, Vince McMahon used to actually be a wrestler, right? Well, Vince McMahon, well, they weren't wrestling. They had, like, champions, kind of. Oh, yeah, you just said that a minute ago. They had wrestlers fighting for them. So, yeah, okay. Donald Trump's wrestler won. Vince McMahon had to get his head shaved. Anyways, number 15, we get a badass hair metal band by the name of Warrant. Pretty badass. I guess yeah, badass yeah, yeah. is one singing, word. Well, singing the song Heaven. It. And I don't know. Have you heard this song, Nathan? Sheesh, hair metal bands. Oh, my God. This song. This fucking song. <laughs> no, I, I do. If any, anybody that hasn't heard this song, this is basically what it is. Uh, it's a rock band that sings a song in a Nick Lachey slash 98 Degrees-esque love ballad kind of way. Way before any of that happened. For real. And, like, they're still dressed up like, you know, like they're hard, badass rockers of the 80s. Like, they're, the only thing they're missing to be, to be on the same level as Kiss here is the face paint, as far as, like, their look. Yeah, it all, like, just comes off as very contrived. And, and then like... they're, they're sitting there just singing out, like, J- Jude. So I feel like when Slash got pissed off at Guns N' Roses for doing November Rain, Axl Rose should have just looked at him and said, at least it's not like Heaven from Warrant. <laughs> and then he would have been like, good point. That's a fair point. Let's continue. I prefer Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. Place on earth. <laughs> I, oh god like i'm jamming out my head right now to that song no but seriously this is the same band that sang about taking virginity a year later just saying yeah because who okay honestly are you gonna tell me that cherry pie was about an actual cherry pie come on craig the, the record label wanted them to record a fucking slow song to play on the radio for the girls fuck you Warren. And fuck you, Lawrence record label. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Number 14. Don't Want to Lose You by Gloria Estefan. Oh, my God, dude. Like When I think of Gloria Estefan, all I can think of is that song she came out with. <sighs> I, I don't, like, do I have to listen to this, man? Do I have yes. to? I don't yes. want to like play look, it one more time. I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. If this is like, if this is your shit, don't take it personal. Cause trust me, I have tons of favorite songs that you could totally put down and pick apart, but Holy shit. This is awful, dude. Just all this generic slow bullshit. I can't take it, man. Fuck sucks. I mean this song, I mean, it's better than smooth criminal, but <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Palette cleanser time. Number 13, Debbie Gibson. I get lost in your eyes. Kill me. <laughs> Debbie Gibson was pretty cute, though. <laughs> She's 
Like, for real, though, she's fucking adorable. <laughs> oh, Debbie Gibson, you're so cute, even though you're 60 now. Oh, no, dude. She's actually still very, very pretty. She's even more cute now because she's no, only no, no, no. cute. She was cute as that, like, 80s teen, like, 80s girl. She was the she good was, girl. She was, like, on that, like, Molly Ringwald, Phoebe Cates level. Uh... Did you really just compare, like, put Molly Ringwald and Phoebe Cates on the same level? Oh, no. No, I would never. Phoebe Cates is, <laughs> please, like, Phoebe Cates is not. top of the crop, man. Like, second only to Ruth Gordon. <laughs> but, seriously, Molly Ringwald, you, you may have been a favorite of girls in the 80s, as far as acting goes, but you are no prize pig. And Fuck I don't you, mean Craig. to make it about looks, because it's not. Fuck you, You're Craig. Talented. But I do not find you attractive, so Fuck you're not you, on the level of Phoebe Fuck Cates. You, Craig. See, I honestly thought you were going the other way and being like, you did not just put Phoebe Cates up there with Molly Ringwald. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'd, I put her above her. Okay, well, at least you're on my page that, yeah, Phoebe Cates is up there. But, like, come on, man. No? Really? To Molly Ringwald? I would say no to Molly Ringwald what? 100 times. Get the fuck out of town, dude. This is true. It is all true. I would look at her and say, I don't like the cut of your jib. (laughs) (laughs) Molly Ringwald, I am all about the cut of your jib. Uh, Number 12, Waiting for a Star to Fall by Boy Meets Girl. Yeah, Boy Meets World, right? Boy Meets Girl. That show in the 90s? No, they don't. That's not a recording artist. That's a show in the 90s. Can't it be both? No. No, by definition, it can't. (laughs) Oh, well. Boy can dream, right? No. By definition, he can't. Really? I don't know. What is it? What? No, by definition, Stop he can't. Stop taking away all of my liberties. You can't evade my dreams. Dude, I feel like this list started off strong, and the closer we get to number the one, number Seriously, the one. Seriously, like, I'm like just having a hard gets. time thinking that these songs were better than... Smooth Criminal. Okay, no. These songs were better than Bobby Brown. <laughs> Seriously. Dude, like, I, what am I supposed to say about this song? There is nothing to say about this song. Like, please Generic, tell me there's a couple uh, good boy songs. Band song, basically. It's so In the bad. 80s, it was always a duo, a duo of dudes. A right? That was like dudes. the boy band in the 80s. It was a duel of dudes and they had the band. Yeah, I guess yeah. until New Kids on the Block came. And then New Kids on the, the Oh, game. you're right. New Kids on the fucking Block. And this was like the same year. So yeah, New Kids on the Block basically gave birth to the five-person boy band thing. Word. Everybody else was just doing like Crash Test Dummies-esque stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Number 11, Richard Marks, the heartthrob apparently, with Right Here Waiting... All right. Prepsies for you. Dude, I have no idea who Richard Marks was. I know this song. I know the and song, I had right? no idea it was 1989. I honestly thought it was newer than that. Did somebody cover this? Probably. It's awful. Maybe I it was, hate this uh, fucking song. I don't know. The thing Rod is, Stewart if they did cover it. Covered it for the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves soundtrack. Are you being serious? No, I am not. Because oh. I'm pretty sure that came out in 93. <laughs> um. If someone did cover it, though, they definitely had no reason to because when I listen to this, it sounds exactly how I remember it. Like, it doesn't sound any different at all. Like, 
fuck this song, man. Oh yeah, they didn't like they didn't like improve on it at all. They just kind of did it exactly the same. How about what the fuck was wrong with people in the eighties? Like, why was everyone? Why was everybody so depressed? I guess because it was like, the eighties. These songs, and we haven't even really gotten into them. So, top ten. Is Excuse me while I go slit my wrist. Songs like "I'm So Sad," "Come Back to Me, Baby," "Come Back to Me," that type of shit. Number ten, giving you the best that I got by Anita Baker. I, I. I have no recollection of this song, thank God. Really? Well, okay, here. Anita Baker has an amazing fucking voice, dude. The song kind of has a soft jazz feel to it, which, you know, combined with her vocals, does kind of elevate it over the other, like, bland, slow garbage that we've been covering. But I'm still kind of left wondering why the hell was every popular song so fucking boring? For real. But no, she does have a fucking amazing, like, if you listen to what she's doing on this song, like, with her voice, it is, like, the song is not worthy of that voice. Fair enough, man. I, yeah, I listened to this song, and it was like, if I ever knew this song, it's already been lost. Like, there is no recollection of this. Maybe it's just that boring of a song. It leaves <laughs> zero impression on you. And it was still the 10th best song of the goddamn year. At number nine... We have Baby I Love Your Way slash Freebird by Will to Power. Oh, finally a break from this fucking slow, boring garbage. Ooh, baby, I love your way. Oh, uh, uh, no. Every Nathan, day. No. Nathan, Nathan. No, not that one. I want to be with you night and day. Kind, kind of, but not, not, not that one. What do you mean? I know did, this song, man. Did you I not hear me say shit. slash Freebird? This was... Baby, I Love Your Way was actually a Peter Frampton song in what? Yeah. I think it was like 76. Okay. Really? And, and, and Freebird, you know, the Leonard Skinner song. So this is a – so it took three years for it to make the fucking list? No. This is a cover of that song by Will to Power. Oh. And is it like all upbeat and like funky reggae, like fun, like it's a fun no, song? No, nope. It's, it's like uh, – it, it, it's like they're they're missing somebody really bad and they're depressed like the rest of the songs in 89. Oh, so it's another boring, uninspired, bland love ballad. Yes, but it's not just the ballad. It's a medley, dude, with Freebird. Yeah, no, that bird. I've, I've, you have, I've specifically not acknowledged the fact that you said that. <laughs> Freebird. Freebird. No yeah, Freebird. So, you, know, you know how... Everybody, you know how everybody in the band you go to see is all pissed at that guy that yells, play Freebird. Yeah, yeah. These people were like, uh, everybody was telling them not to do Freebird. And like, you know what? We're going to do fucking Freebird. Troll on them motherfuckers. Freebird anyways. You know what? Fuck it. Let's mix it with some Peter Frampton. Set it all very depressing and copy the song word for word and try to mesh them together. Fuck, man. See, I thought we were talking about the reggae version by Big Mountain. That's what I'm familiar with. But No, that didn't come out for a few more years. I thought we were finally at something that wasn't a boring ballad, but nope. If you've seen the video, it's literally like like there's this dude with a mullet and a mustache just like walking sadly on the beach and like he's walking towards the camera and, and the camera just goes into his eyes and now he's like on a mixing board 
And then this lady's like singing out the window, like hopefully as if she was fucking Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Dude, that's so, and then, that, that then the guy hot. starts singing Freebird. And I'm just like, amazing. are you serious? You're still going? Do you have anything of your own to put into this song? Oh, yeah, that's right. You do. Melancholy. Ugh. And not the good kind. Not the Billy not Corgan the kind. Good kind. Number eight. Girl, you know it's true. By Millie Vanilli. Ooh, 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 I want you. <laughs> <laughs> By who? Do, was every Millie Vanilli song called Girl Something Something Something? I, I feel like it was. <laughs> they uh when they were naming that album, the the guy that was in charge of naming songs wasn't working that week. <laughs> <laughs> He actually uh, so had, they like, just some kind so of they just let the two combo. so he was just gone right and, they and they're just like let the oh two my pretty god. boy models oh name all we're all supposed the songs. to do is dance all they want us to do is dance we're not supposed to name these songs and then the record label guy was like well you got ten minutes to name all these songs I'm like uh 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 girl you know it's true uh uh <laughs> girl I'm gonna miss you yeah that should do it all right good good we're good at this this we're this song though music. man. This is the Millie Vanilli song I remember. This is the quintessential, like, when I think Millie Vanilli, I think this video, the way they dance, like, same here, they're, just, same here. they're just bouncing up and down, and like, and fl- it's not even so much the song you remember, <laughs> Every, it's the way they dance yeah, that you every remember. once in a while they flail their, like, arms and legs about, and like, yeah, and their parachute pants. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think, I, dude, I find it crazy that somebody considered it so vital to give the actual singers a career and hire some models when the actual singers suck to begin with and the actual models suck at dancing and all that shit to begin with. So like, wasn't why? the singer actually why? a chick? What was the fucking point? Are you serious? No, I, I feel like it was, or maybe that was just, um, CNC music factory. Oh yeah. They had, they had they, some they, shit they did going that too. on too. Didn't they? They sure did. Oh God. God. Oh man. Ah. Oh. Bad taste in your mouth. Fucking really, really like let let's let's put all the uh, we didn't realize they weren't really singing aside and say they were really singing. The song still fucking sucks. At least it's like maybe three percent better. No, I'll give it more than that. It's better than the fucking last Millie Vanilli song on this list. It's about nine and nine point six percent better. Maybe even a little more. Like, this song does fucking 11.2. suck. I wouldn't go any further than 11.2. This song sucks, but that other song is like, I can't even imagine listening to it. Like, this song at least, like, I feel like this song at least had some semblance of an idea of what people like to hear when they hear well, music. And it was very mis- misguided and awful, but... That other song by them, holy fuck, dude. The other song was really just like a monologue with, with with a little beat behind them that wasn't really a beat. It, it felt more like somebody sadly reciting a poem, while this one sounded a little more like an actual song, something people like to dance to. At number seven is is what I like to call the quintessential father-daughter song at weddings. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Nickelback? Not that hero. Enrique Iglesias. I would like to be. Thankfully, Chad Kroger wasn't around yet. Neither was him. You're you are off by about a decade. It was Bette Midler with 
You are the wind beneath my wings. Yeah, she played this song this year at the Oscars. Did she? Yeah. It was like a big deal. I don't know why, because what the fuck does that song have to do with the Oscars of 2014? Uh, maybe if there was like lifetime achievement thing, I could see them saying that about the person they handed that award to. I don't know though. I'm making excuses for something I didn't see. Is that the sound of one hand fapping? I mean, she played it at the Oscars because because she could. Because she was like, I'm Bette Midler, and I used to have purpose. Number six, Cold Hearted by Paula Abdul. Never in my life have I been more happy to hear a Paula Abdul song. Dude, this is like a breath of fresh air compared to all the plain oatmeal songs we've been hearing up to this point. I don't know why, but these songs kind of remind songs, me. Oatmeal songs, huh? No, these kind of. like that. These songs kind of remind me of plain oatmeal. Like, if these songs were a food, they'd be plain oatmeal. And they'd be yeah, cold they're, they're oatmeal, too. Yeah, they're plain old vanilla. Not, no, 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 no vanilla. Uh, Vani- no vanilla, just plain, dry-ass, fucking cold oatmeal. I didn't say vanilla. I said vanilla. Oh. Oh, yeah. Honestly... Maybe it's because I saw the movie Beaches at a young age, but I kind of like Wind Beneath My Wings, but only for certain things. Like I said, uh, father-daughter songs at a wedding. We're not talking about Wind Beneath My Wings anymore. Everything, I know we're not, but like, I guess I would, but you were saying like, finally, and I guess that is one of those oatmeal songs, but I kind of liked it. Okay, well, to me... This is what a Top X songs of 1980X should sound like. Oh, yeah. It totally feels like the 80s. Has that, it, it, Paula Abdul was one of the definers of the 80s, I think, as far as like female pop artists went. Oh, yeah. She was up there with Madonna. She was super popular. As far as white girls are concerned. But then we move on to number five. What's number five, Craig? Oh, 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 that's that Janet Jackson hit. I miss you much. I really miss you much. It's more of a dance song, if you ask me. Than... Dude, I will take all the cheesy drum synth you can throw at me at this point. <laughs> at this point? Oh, Janet. Janet, you're such a breath of fresh air. Preach to Janet. these dudes, Janet. Janet, just saying, you're better than your brother right now in 1989. Like, fuck, finally some songs with some character. Like, I don't get me wrong. It's not even like I only want to hear, like, upbeat pop jams like it's just that all this bland shit does absolutely nothing for me you know what really bothers me about this though is come on hold on these songs were all liked more than smooth criminal yeah dude like if you're gonna make a slow sad fucking song the least you could do is try to affect me emotionally like I could, I guess you could say it's kind of a dichotomy for such an upbeat song like this Janet Jackson song to be about missing somebody. But, like, the boring bad songs, like, yeah, sure, they're more true to form, but, like, this song is listen-to-able, and those songs, they don't, like, I like a sad song that makes me depressed because the song just has such an emotional effect on me. Not a sad song that makes me depressed because it's just so awful. Yeah, that's why I listen to Connor Oberst now. Like, as far as, like, the new generation, he's the one that really hits me in the emotions. Like, yeah, all his shit's super depressing, but you're saying you actually, like, his lyrics and the music actually... They have meaning something. to it, because because you know what you know what is another big difference between that is Connor Oberst songs have actual, uh, like, they're real. Like, 
They're about things that actually happen in his life. They're not just some pre-produced product that your record company threw at you by somebody and else that wrote the song. It was it's like, not, this is generic. It's not just the trite lyrics either. Like the music is just so like, like they just churned it out of a fucking, Basic. uh, fucking assembly line. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't, uh, it's just, uh. so yeah, for, for real. Uh, those, all those songs are just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And, we can't just say it's 1989 because every year, every fucking year, there's there's these songs that appear and they're tops because totally true. I there are certain years though that it seems like they dominate, like they dominate the fuck out of this top twenty. Yeah, they do, and it's sad. But number four, I want you to tell me straight up: Are you gonna love me forever? Oh oh oh! Or Nathan, are you just having fun? Yeah, yeah, Paula Abdul, straight up. Oh, that's my jam, son. Oh, son, Paula Abdul, son. Dude. Uh. Oh, my God, dude, I love that. Straight up, not to move. I remember this song. My sister loved this song. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Oh, is this just a hit and run? Dude, finally, this list is looking up. Dude, I can't wait to see what the top three are. There's no way this list is going to go back to awful, sappy, boring garbage. Like, I can't imagine this list just suddenly taking a turn for that. Like, let's go, man. Like, keep it going full steam. What's number three? It's poison. Poison? It's poison. Uh, No, Like that 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 hip-hop jam? No, no, not – no, the band Poison. Oh, so it's like a, this like really energetic metal like sure it's kind of like cheesy pop metal but it's like this metal jam uh not quite it's more of metal hair love ballad every rose has its thorn I give up on you list. I'm, that's it. Right, I'm, I'm <laughs> out. It just goes right back. Seekroomultimedia.com. I'm Nathan Cavester. That's Craig Lewis. See you no, guys. no, you're not done yet. There's two more. We're so close. No, no, Nathan, come back. No, no. They're not going to take it seriously. I'm not, I'm not going to take it seriously. No. No, they, no, no. I don't want to no, do this alone. There's done. only two more left. I promise it gets better from here. No, if I want to leave, that's my prerogative. Well, actually, that's what number two is. It's your prerogative. Bye, Bobby Brown. No, no, it's it's too late. I don't care how fun this song is. You should have thought of that sooner, fun. List. I'm done with you, List. I'm done. Well, well, okay, well, done. don't leave me hanging just because 1989's a dick. 1989's a dick. I'm done. God damn you, 1989. Do you see what you've done? You're breaking up this group. You're breaking up this podcast. One episode before 52. We almost made it, man. Almost. We almost fucking made it. Well, I guess that means that the show's over and there's no more Fairpoint podcasting. No, no I'm, I'm cool with the podcast, but I am done with this list. There's still more podcasts? Sure. We're cool. We're cool. Me and you, we're cool. This list, we're though, cool. talk to your boy, Craig. Cause... There's, there's only one more. There's only one more song, though. All right. What's number one? God damn it. I, I may not like this song as much, but I love this band, and it's more of a product of my parents loved this band. So I listened to it a lot as a kid, but I fucking love this band Chicago, right? Yeah. Do I got you back a little bit there? What's the song? Um, What's the song, Craig? 
I don't, I don't Just give it to me straight, Doc. What's the song? Well, maybe you can guess. No, I don't want to guess. I'm thinking about the what new kind of a doctor makes found. the patient guess the diagnosis. I'm really happy, Nathan. I'm really happy for you. But if you see me walking by with a tear roll in my eye, look away, Nathan, look away. Yeah? This was the number one song of the year. Of 1989, yeah. Seriously. I go look away. Just in terms of sheer popularity, like this beat out both of Bobby Brown's hits, Janet Jackson's hit, Poison's hit, both of Paul Abdul's hits, the Bette Midler song, and all that shit you listed that wasn't even on the top 20. This song beat out all that shit. Like, I don't even like all those songs, but this song was more popular than all those. Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, yep, yep. Well, now now I feel like you're just kind of being mean to Chicago. No. Me and Chicago are cool. <laughs> you and Chicago. Not the city, the band. Yeah, that me and Chi-Town song are cool, by Chicago, too. It's not one of their best. It, it's it's no Saturday in the park, but that was old Chicago. So, like, I guess at the – I mean, they were making songs in the 90s still, right? So, I guess, like, the 80s was technically, you know, towards the end of Chicago. They started in the 60s. Chicago's cool, man. I there's nothing that interests me about this song. <laughs> Fair enough. It's but it is it just goes on with the whole theme of depressing love ballads. That was like their year or something. Like people were so depressed in their transams like just it and this is all guys and girls like just broken up. I feel like this chart was dominated by votes yeah. of high schoolers. Yeah, look away. Yeah, I'm gonna look away. I'm gonna look away and look at the fucking rabbits while you fucking shoot me in the back of the head. Thank you. I'm looking, I'm looking at, the at the rabbits now. I'm looking at the rabbits, George. So cute. I'm looking at the rabbits, George. Come on, Good. come on. I'm waiting. I can't take any more of this fucking 1980. Thank you. You're welcome. I put you out of your misery. Thank you. Did you realize, yeah. Craig? That's the second time that you've like killed me in the manner of George and Lenny. Yes. Podcast. Yeah. When you started saying looking at the rabbits, I immediately thought of what we had done earlier. I totally I, didn't realize until the bullet had already like shattered my skull and penetrated my frontal lobe. Um, I totally didn't realize until I was already dead. What uh? What episode was that? I don't. I have. I cannot remember, but I remember we did it once. And I know I've listened to it more recently, too. Yeah, you're a dick that way, man. Stop making me look at the rabbits. I know I did it willingly this time, but this time I was totally like, yeah, all for it. Fuck this 1989 music. man. I'm ready to go. It's my time. All right, well, hey. God, I I, I know that you got denied for a car loan, but uh, you think you got any room for me up there? (laughs) (laughs) You want a new roommate? Dig if you can the picture. Dig if you can the pictures, plural. We got a fucking Tumblr. We got a Tumblr? We got oh, a Tumblr! So tumble on down. It's, it's probably to, not uh, as fun as it sounds, is it? No, it's pretty It's pretty fun. Tumble like, on I, down. I, I'm to, just thinking of somebody tumbling down the stairs and laughing at them. No, that's fun, too. But this is cool, too. Tumblr's like pictures, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you followed our Facebook. Listen to me. I sound like I'm podcast. 50 or something. Tumblr, that's what? That's like the pictures? Is that like the Facebooks? 
Yeah, if you followed our Facebook, you know that we share a lot of fucking cool art and cool pictures and photographs, all sorts of shit to do with the topic. Well, now we have an art blog, and there's more there than we show on the Facebook. Fairpoint Podcast. So everybody knows we we don't claim ownership of any of this art. Well, of course not. It's a Tumblr. It's Tumblr. You got to know. We're just sharing shit. Fairpointpodcast.tumblr.com. Check that shit out. Word. I'm gonna now. Hey, isn't that that weird space-time hole we saw back in episode 45 again? Quick, close your eyes, Craig. Remember, future shock. On it. Quick, is this April 30th? It is. Let me grab my bag and we can get out of here. Wait, wait, what's going on? Me and future you have important plans. Don't worry, I'll explain it on the way. Oh, I get to come too? No, 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 you get to sit tight for a while, and then you can come back and get me next week. Aww. Alright, so you can handle plugs by yourself, right? I guess. Alright, dude, see you at episode 50. Bye, Nathan, and future me. Okay, so... Plugs, I've never done this by myself. But, uh, let's power through this, considering I don't have someone to bounce off of. Uh, you need to go to our Facebook page... Like, 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 like the page. I can't stress that enough. So much cool shit on Facebook. Keeping you updated with what's coming out next, what's coming out this week, what just came out. Or you can hit us up on Twitter, at FairPointPod. Send us a tweet. It's 144 characters. Whatever. We don't care. We'll keep you up to date, just like with the Facebook on there. Let's see. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good at this. Okay. Uh, next, we still have YouTube, and we are using it much more fruitfully now fruitfully wow craig this is what happens when you are left to do shit on your own um anyways yeah we now have full episodes out on youtube so check those out along with the smaller clips that we have pictures with um and after you're done at youtube please go to itunes give us a rating please leave a review i would love to see some reviews from you saying that it was awesome. I mean, if you want to say it sucks, you could probably just rather send that to our email at fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com because I'd much rather get the email there so not everybody else can see it. <clears throat> That's just me. Um, for people that have Android phones and couldn't get us on iTunes, we are now on podbay.fm. Go get that app from your Google Play, and then you can see our whole archives there and download and listen to us. It's a totally free app, so please take advantage of it. You're not hurting anybody but yourself by not getting it. And lastly, you can always go to our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash fairpointpodcast. Uh, we will be hosting random episodes up on that. And I believe I knocked this shit out of the park by myself, so suck it, Nathan, and future me. Go on your little adventure. Have fun. I don't care anymore. You should really come back next week as long as Nathan decides to come back because episode 50 is going to be great. And I really hope he doesn't destroy everything we've worked so hard for. So uh, from SecretRoomMultimedia.com, I'm Craig Lewis. We'll talk to you next time. Hopefully.
Oh, that's my jam, son.